time it is it's time for scaring is sharing yep the podcast with spooky news and frightful views that we share with each other and you about all things horror and we got a special episode i know we were away we're back you know we took a week off sorry everybody for the holidays uh yeah we're we're so sorry for the holidays (laughs) we're so sorry for the holidays Uh, but we're back we got a special episode we do it's 160 and I'm here today, mm. of course, as always, with the original Sasquatch Slim Rusk himself, Jeremy. I already said your last name, Rusk. Yeah. <laughs> and you are Brandy Joe Planbeck, the flame and scream queen. Planbeck. Planbeck. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> yep, I'm queer. Get used to it. And Jeremy, who is our special guest today? Oh my God. It is my good friend. <laughs> I've known this guy for far too long. So I'm just going to tee uh. you up. To introduce yourself, your fiend of the podcast you've written in. So this is my buddy. You are? Brett Wheat. I thought you forgot my name or something. (laughs) I was was waiting for it. Oh, no. I've only known you for so long. I know, right? So we got a special guest. Brett Wheat is in the house with us. Brett, what do you do? What do you do? I want want Uh, you to put it in your words. uh, I am a entrepreneur. <laughs> I always like saying that when you're broke, it's fun. Uh, no, but I'm a I'm a filmmaker. Uh, yeah. I'm working in uh, living in Los Angeles, working on everything from commercials, corporate, reality TV, which is terrible, um, and some movies and stuff, narrative things. If I, you know, I'm lucky. Um and yeah, just live in the dream, I guess. <laughs> awesome are the dream. And you're sporting a scaring is sharing t-shirt. I on, am like sort I of am. a it's not quite a mint green. I don't know what you'd call it, like a muted green. It's like, it's like green. a teal. It's like, like a, a teal. teal. Yeah, yeah. Like a teal. teal. A creamy I like nice teal. teal. I love it. And Brett, <laughs> what have you thought about what like your handle would be? I know we did that with like Lauren and we've done that with some other people. Like, you know, like how the Sasquatch Slim and whatnot. Have you thought about what yours would be? Oh my gosh! I can't no, imagine you I'm haven't the... thought about it, Brian. I know you got you got to think because you like, know, like like uh, Nick the Knife, Castriba, and oh, man, Nico you know. the Knave. We got Nico the Knave. Those yeah. are super cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, in high school, everybody called me Weedies. So I mean, <laughs> I guess that's uh, a. <laughs> Uh, tried yeah. and true. I That's mean, a tried that was, and true one. <laughs> that, that was my nickname for a long time. I think even before people knew my last name was Wheat because I, I would wear, you the know, Wheaties the, the Wheaties, the Wheaties shirt. So everybody just started calling me that. And then I said, my last name is Brett Wheat. And they're like, shut up. No, it's not. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is. Or here, my, my joke is when I tell people my name is Brett Wheat and they're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, but I'm actually gluten free. And then, <laughs> are you? But no. Uh, <laughs> but it's how like, they get. It's how it's. LA is always about being remembered, and that's how oh, you, sure. you, yep, you stick exactly. into their their brains. So they're like, "Oh, Brett Wheat is gluten free. I'll remember that." And then yep. you know, I lie because that's also <laughs> Los that's Angeles. Also part of LA. <laughs> it's also part of LA. Just fucking lying through your teeth. <laughs> how long have you lived out there? 
going on now 20 since 2016 so about nine years wow Wow. i can't do math it's been a minute it's been a math i make i make movies not math (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah it has has been a minute i know Mm -hmm. you guys got to come out do some episodes out here yes i want to that'd be oh my gosh it'd be it'd be amazing heck yes well shall we dive into Mm. some questions yeah, let's get to it. As oh, I'm boy. sure, Brett, yeah, I know you've listened. Uh, yeah, the guest episodes. Just for if any new listeners are joining us, when we have a guest on, we like to do a little interview uh, before we start talking about uh, any movies we may have watched. So uh, some similar questions, some new questions. Yeah. Um, okay. But yes, every ten episodes we celebrate with a star. Yes. <laughs> Stop so, it. Uh, <laughs> BJP, if you want to start yes, us off. Yes, I will. So, Brett, what is your horror Ooh. aesthetic? Like, what gets you off when it comes to horror? Uh, uh, for horror, real-life horror is, like, I think, I, I, I remember seeing you guys a thing, um, a telegram about The Green Room, how yeah, that yeah, stuck recently. with me so yeah. much. And, um, yeah, definitely those type of things where it's, like, um, what was the other one? Strangers was another one. Yeah, um, yeah. Where um, it's actually funny story about strangers. I did a movie with Kip, who is the guy in the the mask in Strangers. Yeah, you never yeah, see his yeah. face. Yeah. But um, it was funny because I was talking to him about that, and he goes to all like the the horror cons and stuff like that. And he um, <laughs> his he he had a guy wanting his autograph, and he came up and he had this giant tattoo of like uh him from like the strangers and stuff and he's yeah. like can i get your autograph and he like wanted to talk and stuff and he's this huge fan but he he was like yeah but like i just signed it and like smiled and like kind of like you know backed away and i was like how come he's like well like in my spare time i i, I sell like children's safe play-doh and like if he would know that i didn't want to ruin what i am to him kind of thing he's like i am not this like cool person i sell like you know all these child products and baby <laughs> products on the side and i just thought that was kind of a funny like story they said he's like so yeah he... i felt like overwhelmed by it <laughs> so he's not a maniac yeah yeah like, you know, <laughs> oh, man. never meet your heroes uh, unless they're danny <laughs> trejo he's he's the greatest you can meet him <laughs> cool yeah and you hear so much about how the convention scene has kept lots of i was just li- on um talk scary to me they they were just talking about like without the conventions they wouldn't have careers at all but like these horror conventions in particular and i'm sure some of these other conventions but they're the only ones i hear people talking about that they really keep their careers alive and put money in their pockets like without them they're not getting work these days lots of them you know that had careers in the 90s and 80s and things like that if you know so it's 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 quite interesting and especially um when a movie like uh uh for example like evil dead so i i um i did i did a film with danny hicks who was from evil dead 2 um uh the lady great recipes um Mm -hmm. and he i was talking to him actually about that and he was saying he used to do the the circuits and stuff for all the horror conventions um but it's like after you know that movie came out how long ago and he's like after a while it's like everybody who wanted an autograph and a picture got one 
So he's like, he would go to these, but like he'd be the person where like nobody came to him kind of thing oh. until they started doing remakes. And then people fell in love with the originals again. And then you uh-huh. say you saw like all these other people starting to come and it like, it was like a, you know, that they just reinvigorates people for like the classics. And that's another way where these people, because, you know, actors are, it, you only have, you know, the jobs you do and, you know, in between you're just, a lot of them struggling to get by, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's super tough. So when something like that happens and like, everybody's like, Oh, you know, most people hate remakes, but it's good to have remakes because it makes people, you know, uh, love the originals and the classics and kind of stuff and reinvigorates that and also helps starving artists too. Yeah. <laughs> Cause a lot of them are starving artists, unfortunately. It kind yeah. of reminds me of, um, well, a couple things. I'd seen interviews with John Carpenter where he talks mm-hmm. about how he loves remakes because when they remake his movies, he gets a royalty check. So he lives <laughs> for that every time they remake his mm-hmm. movies or make a new installment of like Halloween. He gets royalty checks. Um, and then the other thing was uh, I, I had seen an interview with Clint Howard uh, hmm. talking about, you know, who's been in a million freaking movies. So like, I know Clint. I've worked with Clint. He's yeah, a good Clint, guy. <laughs> Clint, Clint's never not working. However, he's always working. It's the um the convention circuit for him. Like his big thing is Ice Cream Man, even though it's this like cult classic movie mm. people don't remember. But it, it like got a re-release on, you know, Blu-ray. And now it's on people's minds again. It's on streaming <laughs> services. The ice cream man's like his big draw is like being at these conventions and being like the ice cream man is here. People lose their shit. That's hilarious. So I, think, I think that's incredible how some movies like can die away and then they come back and can be reinvigorated under like who knows. Yeah. It just happens. It's the magic of movies. The, the magic of movies. Exactly. With social media and TikTok, like all of a sudden, like Megan is missing. Like no one ever really talked about that. And all of a sudden, someone does a TikTok, like, uh, you know, showing clips from it and people lose their minds. They're like, what is this? What happened to this girl? And it's like, that movie is so old. Like, and all of a sudden it has this huge, but like it did, I don't think it was like out and like you couldn't really find it. So like that was the yeah. other aspect. But it's, mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen with a TikTok video or whatever, digging in into some old movie that was out there and what that will spark with the the Mm -hmm. of today. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, helps uh, all those actors that are in it. I feel like that also, you know, is something. Absolutely. It's great. (laughs) So, um, you know, horror movies. Horror movies. Yes, but we're here to talk. I, I, I know. I've heard. I've heard of them. I've heard of them. I've heard of it. So, this this is kind of either or question. Either what okay. is what is the first horror movie you remember seeing as a kid, or if that's too hard, do you do you have like a horror movie you remember like the first one that had a huge impact on you, like a lasting impression? Um, the one that oh god, it still freaks me out. The original Exorcist. Yeah. Like every time I see that movie, I remember, um, yeah, I remember having a, uh, like a, you know, slumber party with like me and my friends and stuff. And we were, I don't know, like sixth grade or something yeah, like that. Like young. still, still too young. And my dad's <laughs> like, yeah, you can watch a horror movie kind of thing. So we, <laughs> we watched The Exorcist. And then, and then, like, I was, you know, every all the kids were freaking out. Like, friends were hiding behind pillows and stuff for it. And I was, like, watching it. I'm like, oh, this is, like, freaky shit. 
And um, and then all of a sudden, my dad thought it'd be funny. He's like, oh, I'm going to turn off all like the lights in the house and stuff kind of thing. So he like, does that, scares everybody, whatever. And there's one of those things where like he had, I think it was like my brother or one of my brother's friends. They had this whole scheme planned out where they're all on. He's like, oh, there's something there's something outside kind of thing. It's like, I don't know what it is. And then they all had flashlights outside and they turned them on and jumped at the, you know, the window as we're like looking outside and scared the shit out of everybody. And yeah, that was my first introduction to horror to be traumatized as a child by my family. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. What a good dad. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that reminds me, there's like some social media video where this guy is like, you know, it says like, my daughter's upstairs having like playing with a Ouija board with her friends. And then he does that. He goes to the breaker box and turns off the lights. And you hear all the little <laughs> girls screaming. Scream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so brilliant. I mean, you got to, right? That's, you got to. It's part now, of growing up. Did you see The Exorcist, Justin Bieber, the new one that came out? Yeah. No. What? The Exorcist Believer. We just called it Believer. We've been calling it Believer. Is he in it? No. We've been calling it Believer. Oh, Believer? Okay. No, I haven't. Is how is it compared to the original though? Oh God. There's just no comparison. No comparison. It's so hard. I tried watching the second and the third one, and like I don't know, I just couldn't get into them. Because the first was so good. Linda Blair. Oh my god. Yeah. I know. She's so creepy. It's all and Ellen Burstyn. I mean, she's so good. So, yeah, it's just yeah. it's it's a movie that blows me away every time I revisit it. It's usually like probably every couple of years. I'm like, I should watch The Exorcist again. It's been a minute. And every time I watch it, you're like, it's a masterpiece. Like, it's just it's so, so well good. made. And and even the um, yeah, the mother, the Ellen, she, when she was in uh, Wrecking for a Dream, like her uh, storyline was such yeah. like a horror film. And yeah. like that also stuck with me, like her part like especially yeah like, oh my god it's so terrifying like the idea of like addiction and stuff like that it's like ugh. oh yeah and those are the ones that horror film out. like that yeah one, yeah those are the ones that yes. freak me out the most the <laughs> out of you mm-hmm. so good i agree well that's mm-hmm. awesome i love that now what are some <laughs> of your all-time favorite horror movies rather as i like to ask if you're stranded on a deserted island okay for who knows how long maybe the rest of your life, but you do have a TV and a DVD player. What three horror films are you going to bring with you? So, yeah, all-time favorites. So I'm a a huge video game horror nerd. Mm. And the original Resident Evil, (laughs) I would say it's up there. And also the original Silent Hill are like two of my favorite like horror movies. Okay. Uh, the original Silent Hill, I think, is totally underrated. I, I think it's so good, so I, freaking good. I agree with you on that. Like, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I used to like not rate it as people highly. hate on them, but yeah. Ugh. And I've been I've been watching Silent Hill like for some reason it's turned into one of my annual like Halloween viewing movies. Uh, yeah. And every time I rewatch it, I like it a little more. So I think it was I think it was ahead of its time when they made it. I and... think it was too. Yeah. Uh I, it's I got Sean it's... Bean, yeah. the pyramid head when he like rips that girl's like flays that girl's skin. Oh my god. Yeah. Every and time Resident Evil, gets... the original Resident Evil, I think, is a banger too. Like absolutely. It's so like... good. It's cr- craptacular. As yeah, I like it's to so say. much it's so much fun. Um yeah. I think we saw that together, didn't we, Jeremy? Did Maybe. we see Re- or were you was like that? four? Like, how old were you guys when those movies came out? We were in high school, <laughs> I think. Yeah, it was probably high school. Okay. Yeah. Um, we might have. And 
And the other one, actually, I know the other one we saw together that is also on the list is the um, the I well, I love the original Dawn of the Dead. I'm a huge uh-huh. fan, but I thought the remake was also really, really good. Like it the is. fast zombies, yeah. And I I know we saw that in high school together when it yeah, came we out. Did. The, uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did because we remake. Wa- we watched it like a million times. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that's that's on my 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 other my list. So yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of zombies, and I'm a huge zombie nut. Yeah. Really. Now, did you watch The Last of Us? That's what it's called, right? The Last of Us. Yes. 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 Did you watch that? I, I I loved it. Yeah. And again, you know, I love the the horror games, and that one was probably one of my all time favorite like video games. Um, and I think the show did justice to it, but I feel like the ending got a little sloppy at the end of end of it. But I keep um, forgetting about it because I didn't watch it when it was on because. I wanted to wait till I could binge it, and now I just keep forgetting mm. about it. So oh, yeah. I keep hearing about it on his best of lists, like, but not when people are talking about like, well, what about a good horror television show? And it keeps coming up, and I'm like, oh fuck, I need to watch that. Oh, yeah, so good. Um, yeah. I tried watching the the Resident Evil uh, TV, TV show, show that came yeah. out recently, and I just like, what is I heard this it was crap? not good. Was, so I, I just I couldn't get past. It was on Netflix. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, was yeah. it live it, action? It was, yes. Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, but I saw like the first to the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, completely separate from the from like the, the the already franchise that they have, and even even the game really. It was like its own. They tried like reimagine Resident Evil. I'm like, you don't need to do that. Like, no, it's it's good enough. You just the, the video game do the story. The video game series story is already insane enough. Like, there's plenty so turned into a TV show in there. So. Yeah, so much lore into it. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'd say those three. And do, you still, do you still play horror video games, or are you like too busy to play video games? Uh, no, no, I do. I still. That's my um, my Zen time when I'm playing video games. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to think the last good. Uh, actually, Resident Evil is still making horror games. They came like with the Village, I think was the last one, yeah. which goes completely. Um, it's like this, its own. It has nothing to do with like the original series or characters. It's kind of like its own. Uh, I don't know branch storyline. of Resident Evil yeah. yeah, storyline of it. So it's completely different. About I think this one's like a a fungus. It's like a t-virus fungus or something like that okay. and that was really fun i like that one that's a good one cool yeah um, horror games though they, you're immersed in it it's like that's why i like it because you're lit. the character you yeah. can't yell at the like oh you should be because when I, mean, I watch horror movies i get mad at myself because it's like uh for one i can't watch movies without being like oh this lighting's terrible or like what they <laughs> I, I it's so like i have to like get out of that but then once i'm out of that i'm like oh you're running upstairs like the front door is right there what are you doing and i just yell at the people the characters so in video games it's like you are the character so it makes it more like you know immersive to you yeah uh, and you're making all like. mistakes you're, yeah, and then I'm running upstairs like a, like a jackass, like, hiding under a bed. I can't do it. Now, as a filmmaker, you've mm-hmm. worked on, and soon we're going to be talking about this anyway, but you've worked on some horror projects. What is your yes. favorite horror project you've ever worked on? Uh, Well, 
besides my short film uh, Conduit that's available on Amazon Prime. Yeah, <laughs> plug it, plug it, plug it. We reviewed plug it. That it, shit, uh, that no, shit no. rocks. People rent Conduit. Oh, it's so good. Rinse, rinse it's so it, good. check it out. Um, yeah, uh, I like doing that one mainly because I got to like, I love directing stuff. So yeah, I really like that. It was my baby. Um, and then I also, I was an AC for this other uh, horror movie. Actually, it was like, um, there was this movie that shot, um, yeah, I, God, I don't even remember the name of it actually now, um, but they shot a movie and then they were like, oh, this movie isn't good. We need like a name to sell it. So they got Danny Trejo for like, uh, I think it was like a, it's like a week or something. So they like reshot all these films, but this time they just put Danny Trejo in it kind of thing. Uh-huh. So we were doing like all these night shoots and like he was like a priest fighting like vampires and demons and stuff, which this was sounds, like, this sounds so, familiar. So, so yeah, God, I'm trying to remember what the name of it was uh, or if it's even out, who knows? Most, most movies, they, they don't, don't get even out. come out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but it was funny because like the, we were shooting really, really long days and it was like winter time. It was super cold in LA and we're in this like warehouse and it's like, um, and like the morale because the production wasn't the best on it. So like morale was like really, really low. We were going like 14 hour days and stuff. And um, Danny is like sitting like alone and I just see him, uh, he just has this big smile on his face, just like this super happy grin. And I'm like looking at him. I was like, "Why? Why are you so happy, Danny? Like, what? Like, why? Like, what's going on?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, I got I got friends that have to like wake up an hour and they're gonna like c- like mix cement all day and like we're making movies." And I'm like, "God damn, you're right, Danny Trey. Like, we're just making movies. This is fun. We should be having fun. Like, it definitely like lightened the mood." everything um yeah he was super and man like he when he wants to because he's like he's such a uh, bubbly like happy happy go lucky guy and i remember at the end of the shoot it was like uh it was a monday night and uh he was like uh talking to everybody and he was going he has like this, this taco place out here it's trejo's mm-hmm. tacos he has his own taco stand and he's like oh it's taco tuesday like i'm gonna be here like i want you know everybody to come in and stuff and like you know we tacos you know margaritas on me kind of thing like super super nice and i'm looking like oh no like i, I had like a another job that i had to do and i was like oh sorry dan like i can't come up like i can't do it and he just like grabs me by the neck and he just pulls me close he's like i better see you there and i was like oh <laughs> shit and he's like oh no it's fine i'll see you sometime i was like oh my god but like it scared me i was like damn man like he just, he just starts laughing at me i was like oh shit you're, you got it you're a good actor <laughs> you like, you still got it yeah so that so i feel like just just working with with day trejo was like one of the one of the coolest moments on set um but and then there was um another another fond memory i have is i got to act in a movie one time mm-hmm. uh shot in the the polar vortex of michigan oh guys remember remember that it was, oh, yeah. it was, it was a while ago um we were filming pontiac and this movie i think it's called dead quiet i don't think it ever came out or anything like that but um, do you know the band, Jeremy? I know you know Mushroom Head. Mm-hmm. 
So, so the, the singer of Mushroomhead, Jeff um, Haddix, uh, he was in it and he played this demon and I was a character that got killed by him. And in the scene, it's Jeff comes down. I have this like giant neck prosthetic and it's him biting my like throat and ripping it out and like blood's like gushing and stuff like that. <laughs> so, so we go to do the scene and he does it and he like gets it and he like rips it and like blood starts going. But you know, in film, you got to do things like so many times. Yep. So for a long time, he's literally just like <laughs> giving me a hickey on my neck. And afterwards <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, Jeff, I feel like you need to buy me dinner or something. Like I feel so much closer to you. <laughs> he's just laughing as fun. <laughs> Super nice guy though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, so that right was, on. that was a fun one. <laughs> Conduit, you're one of the co-writers of that as well as directing it. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's been a while since we watched and like talked about that, but like this kid gets this job. And that that boy, Peter, the actor. Mm-hmm. I remember we did yes. like um, we did a play reading not too long ago, and I was like, I've seen you in a movie. And oh so hell yeah, Peter! Yeah, oh, awesome. He's, he's a so trooper. Cool. Yeah, we but, almost got arrested making that. He is, really? He's so great. Why? Yeah. It, um, so the the very beginning uh where he's like getting on the train um so you know we don't have permits guerrilla filmmaking i'm filming it and stuff and like he's going to get on the train and like uh the security guard comes down it's like what are you doing you can't do this kind of thing it's like oh yeah sorry student film so student film um and he's like you gotta go kind of thing and i was like all right but I still didn't get that shot. So I'm telling Peter, I was like, oh, all right. So like, I'm going to set this up. I'm going to make it look like I'm going. But as soon as the train comes, just get on the train. And then I just, I just want the doors closing and the train going away. That was that was all I wanted. Now I was going to, you know, get out of there. <laughs> so we go and I'm like filming. The train comes. He goes, he gets on. He's waiting. And I was like, and he's waiting, waiting. I'm waiting for those doors to close. I'm like, why aren't these doors closing? And then I look over and I see the Chicago police force coming down both sides. They had stopped all the trains because of me. And I was just like, oh, (laughs) shit. So I had to do a lot of smooth talking to get my way out of to get my way out of uh, that conversation. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was like, oh, they're like, you can't be doing this. You could be terrorists. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> like, it was, uh, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> but he was a trooper with it. He's like, awesome. you know this guy? I'm like, I don't know this guy. Peter, you stay there. I don't know, I don't know him. Like, <laughs> you don't come up, come, go up here. <laughs> so in the yeah. short, he gets a job like watching videos to see if they're like too disturbing for like YouTube. I mean, it doesn't say it's YouTube, but isn't it essentially or like on the web? So yeah, so and it's based on a true story. I think fun, is what it says, right? Yeah. So so fun fun backstory. Also not fun backstory. I found this on Reddit. This article they somebody had posted it, and um, uh, me and my uh, the co writer Sean. I was like, oh, man, it's so cool. And he was like, oh, this would be like a cool like concept for a film. Like, oh, yeah, like I should. Um, I, I remember just doing a, like a comment about I forgot what it was. But somebody replied, like asking about I was like, oh, like I did this job. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, do you mind if I ask you some questions? She's like, yeah, fine. So I started talking to him and everything in the film that we did came from this like conversation I had with this guy. 
Um, so like the stuff where like they only came in at night, like that was true. Um, where he had like a psychiatrist come at the end of his shift and stuff, like all of that was true. And he started telling me about a couple of the videos that I like recreated um, that he saw because I was asking you know, what kind of stuff. All that stuff was true. Um, and then I remember I had like uh, it was like a like a week that was going by that were kind of like, you know, sending messages back and forth. And then all of a sudden, just like nothing. He just stopped talking to mm -hmm. me and like his thing was just the like, no like he's never logged into reddit again and to this day there's still like it's just i don't know if he deactivated his account or something but he just stopped and like that was kind of strange and then I, and then after that i yeah. i wrote i wrote this and like put all the stuff in there and yeah it's still yeah it's still I, I have no idea what happened to him because like again he just never is on reddit and just never gave me his real name or just had like his like handle and stuff so yeah 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 that's based on that true story which makes i think makes it even like even creepier, creepier and even creepier yeah because i still like don't know about like what actually happened to that guy and so, i'm a yeah. big fan of the short but i'm an even bigger fan of the poster like i love a sharp <laughs> poster and it's like thank you pinks and blues and the font is cool <laughs> and I just oh, I think the poster you. is really kick ass. Just I did myself, you know, that's what you do did for you? In, in, See, indie filmmaking. You gotta do everything yourself because you're <laughs> yeah. too broke to pay people for it. other things that are yeah, yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. Well, congrats. I, I love it all around. Yeah, you just need oh, to get it on you need to get it on letterboxed so I can rate it very highly. I don't know how you go about doing that, but I tried oh, to look okay. I tried to look it up and it's not on the letterboxed database. So I was like, damn mm. it, I wanted to give this a great review and <laughs> I'm, tr I'm trying it. to yeah so like I, i've been trying to use it as a jump off point because like i want to make a feature film out of it and i have yeah. all this things about feature especially in like so like that was made i mean that story was, that i got from it was probably like 15 years ago or something like that when i was actually like talking to this person mm -hmm. um and just like how much the world has changed and stuff like yeah I, and you could, yeah, you could, you could, I, you could probably do something else. <laughs> you could do stuff with AI probably now, like yeah, the equation. I'm sure that's something oh, yeah. they use so now to do things. this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So stay tuned for the feature. Someday. <laughs> the feature. Yeah. Conduit, the feature film. Conduit, the feature film. We'll see what happens. <laughs> cool. And you have a second yeah, part I'll... to that question, Jeremy, too, right? I did, but you kind of, I feel like you answered it sort right. of in a roundabout way because i was going to say do you have any dream projects but it feels like conduit the feature film is that's, the dream. yeah yeah that's that's yeah. one of my dreams I, I have a couple of scripts that i'm going through um i think i sent you one jeremy maybe i sent you dredged does that sound familiar that was another I, horror film i haven't read that okay i I'll think send you it said, to you again i think you, you sent it, it to nick the knife Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I sent it to him. He gave me yep. some feedback and stuff. I yeah. like I like my my friends reading my stuff. I'm not yeah, like, like uh, some some people are all like, oh, my ideas are my babies and stuff. I'm like yeah. I don't know what like horror nerds think of it. You know, they're the ones that <laughs> you gotta yeah, impress. You, that's the audience. So yeah, no. Yeah. Well, good because I I'm, I'm, I'm still back. like I think I've talked about this before. I've been writing the same script and like rewriting it since like college, but I'm working on it mm. again. So I might be sending that to you to take a read through once, once I, I finish love, it. 
And I think I the script needs scripts. another based on a true story script you need to write is about that DVD you found or like oh, the oh, oh, screener yeah. that you sent to yeah. me. That music video that. on the podcast as well yeah, for anyone out there. It was a performance artist oh, like music videos. They are freaky, but it's cool. But like, yeah, yeah. you don't know what, it, like when you wrote us that email, I'm like, is he fucking with us? <laughs> like, yeah, I wish on? I was. It, it, it did legitimately yeah. kind of scare me because I and like I, the, the, the CD itself or the DVD, like it's just like that weird drawing on it. I'm just like, mm-hmm. what is this? And it was like inside a screener of like, I don't know what it was like, the King's speech. I'm just like, what? It's uh, right here. Oh, is that it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, you can't really see too good in this light, but I still got it. So okay, good, good. You're the one who's cursed now. The cursed <laughs> DVD. <laughs> you seven were cursed days. I have it. Seven I watched it. Yeah. Days. I watched it, and then I uh, was able to like what little information because it like mentioned a name in the copyright or something like that. Mm. So that's how I went online and discovered it. it. Some like yeah, I found artist. it on some underground music blogs where it was this uh, performance artist. So. <laughs> So they had it been like some sort of person handling that and just slipped it in and hoped Must for the best. Like, like I mean, that's all I can think of, right? Yeah. Like, or so, but then, curse. The weird thing was that I thought, if you're into these sorts of things, is that oh, that, that that performer has done shows with the Emotron, who you oh, and I yes. like, both have Emotron. a personal connection to. Yeah. He's, a, he's a performance, Brandy Joe, he's a performance artist and like punk musician. Okay. Uh, that like years ago when we were like in college, I was gonna uh, say our our one buddy played in a number of punk bands, but he did shows with the Emotron when he came through Detroit at a few like underground venues. So we oh. got to know yeah, him. It was uh, what was it? Uh, Troubleplex. At the Troubleplex, yeah, Troubleplex, yeah. That's yeah. always the name of a lo- of a venue. Yeah, it's like an That's anarchist anarchist punk like commune like and bruce campbell also like stayed there for a few yeah did you did you hear like yeah yeah like uh, back in the day right like or something yeah yeah actually actually, uh another funny story about that is um when i was working on this film with danny hicks um i like he's still friends with like or you know was still friends with like bruce campbell yeah i remember he was talking on the phone with him because he had like heard back that they're filming this thing in michigan you know it's his hometown and stuff and i remember like being like oh danny can i borrow you for like this shot i was like you know framing up the shot and he was like on the phone i'm like oh it's okay and he was like oh you know like bruce campbell i was like yeah and hands me the phone i was like what (laughs) and i was like hello and he's just like hey like i hear you know you're doing a good job over there i was like thanks like and then he was like telling me he's like i'm in new zealand you know and he was he's working out at that ash uh ash versus, versus evil dead, dead which yeah. amazing show by the way another one of my favorite all-time favorites i'm like oh that's so cool thanks here you go and i was just like i had no idea what to say to him. i was like i'll give you back and that Danny's just like grinning because awesome. he knows I just look like a jackass. Like, yeah. to him. <laughs> like there you go. Still so pleasant. going off of the cursed DVD, but in reality, oh, yes. have you ever had a paranormal experience? I, I feel like I want one too much to have it. <laughs> yep. Like, Same. Like, you know, because I think, I mean, like me and Jeremy, like growing up, we we spent all of our time at this, like they abandoned the same asylum, you know, Northville Psych, which is that still there or did they demolish it? They they tore it down. They tore it down. Yeah, I think I think that I think that one's gone. 
Because what was the other big one was Eloise, which they yeah. now turned into Eloise, like a tourist yeah. attraction. But the Northville Hospital, I think they finally demolished. Yeah. And if I didn't find demons in there, I mean, I don't know where they'd be. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Was... And I, I'm like, if we were ever demonically possessed, we wouldn't know the difference. How we were as monsters, <laughs> like we, little punks. Oh, yeah, go? we wouldn't have known. So maybe we were yeah. possessed. Maybe, maybe. Well, I I remember in, in college I did a like a little uh, mini documentary about Northville Psych. Uh, so like I, I did some research, and I was actually uh, God, actually this is reminding me of this crazy story. I, I was um, working at uh, this like TV station, like West Bloomfield or something like that. This really small place, and there was this older lady there and she saw i had like some papers of like Northville psych and she was like oh like i used to be a nurse there and i was like oh really like mm. can you tell me about it? i'm making this documentary and then she told me the story that kind of stuck with me that one day i'm going to put in a movie about a patient they had who was like uh she worked in with like the younger patients with you know mental illness and this guy was super super aggressive but he was like this big guy so like um every every time they like try to have to move them and stuff they'd always have to like strain them up and stuff like that and he would always call her the wife of god so like she would he would always kind of like listen to him and one day he just got really bad they strained him up but they did do a couple of his like upper strains he got out and he started biting off his biceps and tearing his flesh off and like uh. started bleeding out and they couldn't get to him because he was just biting at the people and they couldn't like restrain them so she had to come in and be like i am the wife of god and you have to listen to me and he like just stayed stunned they're able to help him and like you know like save wow. save him pretty much it was just like what <laughs> like terrified with like just the visual of like what wow and she's like oh yeah it was like that was, you know, you know, an average day. It was like, oh my yeah, God. she was like, that that was Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that was a Tuesday. It was like she yeah. was talking like so nonchalant about I was like, oh my God, it's terrifying to think about. Ooh. Oh God, yeah, yeah. No, real real horror stories. Anyone that works like anywhere in like the medical profession in like a hospital, I, they have Ugh. so many stories that are just like, yep, so and that's many. just a normal day. And that just happens. It's like, yep. oh God. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Wow. Yeah. Well, one day, but, yeah, but it's your question. <laughs> yeah, one day we'll all have it. But wait, one the, day the, I'm hoping. What was the the something bandit or whatever, Jeremy? Was that you, the Rotary Brett? Rascal, Brett? Were you there oh, yeah. for that that night? The Rotary Rascal, you were there, right? When we oh, saw it, yes, that was me. Me, wait. You, I'm trying to think. There's there's so many weird things that happened that night. Yeah, because all I, I remember I, was I remember Dennis was there, and that's it. Because I threw uh, him out of the way and ran faster than him to get out of there. Yeah, because somebody like it was wasn't a, it somebody it was like punched somebody? No, a figure came running at us out of the uh, out of the woods. Were you there? I I, I, re I remember just that that the one time we I think it was me and you and like for some reason. Everybody else we were with, they went to the woods and we we're like, oh, I don't feel like going to the woods. And mm -hmm. then we saw that guy pull up and like take the trash bag out into the woods. And I remember <gasps> calling our fridge. Do you remember this? 
calling oh our friends God. about this and then being like, oh, whatever, you're trying to scare us. And then he came back and we we're on the phone and he like turned like he heard something. And then he runs into the woods and we're like, dude, this guy's in the woods like coming for you. Like, what the fuck? And they're like, whatever. So then the next day I remember Zip running across screaming, telling us to go, go, go. And then we like start driving away and they say that they like, you know, hit this guy or something because they thought it was us, but it wasn't us. And they like hit him and then we ran away. And then like Nick was taking pictures and there's like one picture of like this really creepy, like, Yes. ghost figure and do you remember that, Was that yes you? okay it's coming back it's coming back now that you said that because that yeah sounds, i think and i remember saw the, the figure and he just turned white the night yeah. remember that I was like oh shit this must be real because like james doesn't get like this yeah. he's just putting a look at it like yes yeah i remember that i'm starting to re- vaguely remember that where you're like we saw a guy through. go in the woods yeah i think i blocked yeah. it out you know it was traumatizing so you <laughs> suppress it we were like, out. Yeah, they were like, there's a guy in the woods because they like jumped him or something because they thought it was awesome, like jumped out to scare and then him. It wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't us. us, it was this <laughs> random person. So they all just <laughs> ran. Oh. oh my god, okay, there you Kids. go. There we go. Kids, yep, Kids. and then yeah, Things the we... photo though, that, that was like a separate instance. We went to the woods, uh, and we're like ghost hunting and taking photos, yes. And- and one of them had what looked like a face in the that darkness. Weird face, like punching. I do remember yeah. that vividly. Yep. Yeah, it looked like a figure in the darkness. And yeah, uh, that's probably the closest to a a ghost experience. A yeah, ghost we were, experience. I think I've had. We were in my all life. freaked out because we we're like, did we could snap a photo of somebody that was like out there and we didn't see yeah. them because we were in the <laughs> that woods. Is so creepy. We, we at night. Yeah, yeah. we tried to re- recreate it too, and like and we, we couldn't, couldn't do anything. We couldn't. We couldn't make it. To yeah. Yep. So I think I think oh god, I probably have it somewhere back in Livonia at my yeah, parents' house. Like on a flash somewhere. drive or something. Yep. Somewhere like ghost photo. <laughs> and that's our in in the city of Livonia, Rotary Park. This is the, this the, is the park Rascal. where these stories where these happened. Uh the Rotary mm-hmm. Rascal as well. Um and uh it's supposed to be haunted. Like it's the fixture of so many local Livonia stories uh that uh uh, yeah, it's the only like, place bad things can happen in Livonia. Like, yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the know, one, the one part the with one the big, place. big woods in it. So mm-hmm. it's eerie. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I, yes. I feel like you sort of answered this already with your your favorite movies, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was going to ask you, what are some horror movies you love that everyone hates and or vice versa? So I think you're like. Silent Hill and Resident Evil, right there. Yeah, Silent Hill. Um, they get a lot of the hate. Other, but the other, good. the other hill I'll die on is Serbian film. I think it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely horrible. It's a horrible movie, uh-huh. but it's like it's one where I'm like, well, this is a, this is fucked up film, and it sticks with me. And I feel like that's what you know. A good film sticks with you, and you will think about it for the rest of your life. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god! Yeah, no, that's do you have the T-shirt that my husband got me? What is it? Y- yeah, I like to Serbian film. So fuck you and your baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want it now. <laughs> is that is that like is that from Target? Is that a Walmart find? You get to Walmart for sure. <laughs> yeah. Where do you get that? <laughs> Anthropology. <laughs> <laughs> It was a hip Claire's now. Boutique. Claire's <laughs> boutique. Oh my god. 
It's like all the girls like wearing the Nirvana shirts and stuff. And it's like yeah, Serbian <laughs> that's film gonna shirts. be that's gonna be the new like Nirvana the Serbian film shirts. Is make it. <laughs> they, yeah. they have no that's idea what they're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Name five dead babies. Go. Like I don't know. <laughs> Terrible. So further on film. that though, like, do, what are yes. some of your favorite horror films from 2023? Uh, I'm trying to think of favorite horror films. Um, the one that I saw that I thought was was decent was uh, Smile. Was that 2023? Was Smile 2023? That was I don't last know. year. I think that, that was 2022. Oh. Yeah. Oh shit. Well. And you're like I, I haven't seen anything. I, I yeah, yeah, I haven't. Because like for me to want to like watch a horror movie, like I have to be like, oh, I really want to see this. It's like uh, if not, I just go back to my favorite horror movies that I just rewatch again. That's like Jeremy. I need a, that's my problem. Yeah, yeah I need a. I need a. So I no skin in rink. No Thanksgiving. No, I haven't. Se- I haven't seen those. I, need just, to. I mean, Skinema Rink is the polarizing one, or yeah, polarizing, yeah, right? Very so polarizing. That's where I would love to wear, love to know what you think of that, just because yeah. people are so. They either love it or hate it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll write it. I'll let you, I'll let okay. you know. Awesome. Skinema Rink? Skinema Rink. Yep. Okay. Yeah, if you Let's know nothing about it, that's probably list. even better. But... I know, yeah, I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, okay. exci- I'm excited right. for it. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. of course, since you and Jeremy are so similar in lots of ways, and I mean, you've known yeah. him, the good old Sasquatch Slim, for some <laughs> while of your life. I mean, a whole chunk baby of your squash. life. Yep. Yep. Baby Squatch. Baby um, Squatch. Do you <laughs> have fond horror movie memories from hanging out with Jeremy? Like, are there things that Jeremy showed you, you showed Jeremy, or just experiences you had together that were... That are things that oh, stick in mind. I'm I'm trying to think. Like I know because our our one friend uh, James, he's super into like really weird horror movies and stuff. So like I like know trauma? we've seen some yes uh, two like Absolutely. weirder ones though. Like what yep. was were you there when we watched the was it Vengeful Dwarf or Sinful Dwarf? <laughs> the Sinful <laughs> Dwarf. No, you I remember missed, that. I missed that one. Were you okay? Wow. You were that. Yeah, that was the other one that sticks with me. Where I'm like, oh my god, it was terrible, <laughs> terrible movie. Um, or uh, yeah, like I'm trying to think of other ones. Didn't we watch Cannibal Holocaust? Was that another one we watched together? I think so. That sounds about I think, right. We oh, watched, I feel like we watched so, so many weird ones together. Yep. Um, I, I definitely remember going to like Dawn of the Dead, the remake, and the yeah, movie I was theaters. Say, I, I remember I, seeing Dawn that of the Dead. That one sticks out. And I remember then, it's funny you said that because James's mom had it on DVD and then we watched it like a hundred times at their house. Anytime we hung out, we're like, put on Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, um, she had every DVD. I remember that. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of other really weird ones we see together. Um, gosh. That's tough. I can't. What about you, Jeremy? You, yeah, I know. I'm trying <laughs> to think. I've, I'm trying to think. We've seen ghosts together. I mean, yeah, we've seen we've ghosts done, together. We've but... seen ghosts together. <laughs> but movie wise, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think. Uh, can't, yeah, Cannibal Holocaust was another another big mm-hmm. one. Uh, oh, the, uh, Zombie Two. Yeah, I think we watched that one together because yeah. I remember. Yeah, you were the one talking about because there's. Uh, I think I think it was you. You were spray talking about the the, the shark versus zombie thing. Is what yeah. I wanted to see. So yep. like so much, and we ended up watching that one. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, we we, we still iconic scene. 
We we turned you on to some weird ones, I remember. Just the strange yeah. like, Euro- European movies. <laughs> oh, Videodrome? I think that was with you, that Cronenberg. Yeah. That was, That's yeah, you got me into you got me into Cronenberg. I remember watching that. Yeah. That was a that was a good one. It's the only so, other movie I can remember with James Woods in it, but no one I was like, oh James Woods is either like played Hades on Hercules or Videodrome. And like, <laughs> that's all anyone remembers. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all I know from James Woods. Like, has he done anything else? <laughs> so how did you two meet? Were you just in school together? And was it junior high grade school? When was it? It was high school. Okay. And I'll, give my rec- I'll, I'll give okay, my yeah. recollection first and we'll see if they add up a little Rashomon <laughs> effect here. Um, I love it. So you would have been a freshman and I was a junior. Uh, Sounds right. In high school. And you were. It's funny because you were friends with people I was friends with, like for longer, like you guys had gone to elementary school together. But it wasn't through them that I met you. I remember meeting you at Guitar Club because our mutual friend, yes. Chris, Chris Miller was yes. in, was in Johnny guitar. Good. Yep. He was in Guitar Club after uh, after school. Uh, yep. And I just remember him being like, yeah, there's this kid. He's like younger. He's a freshman, but he's really funny. Uh, and, it's, <laughs> and everyone that sounds calls like him. him. Yeah, it's like everyone calls him Wheaties. Uh, right. <laughs> and that's how I first met you. And then we started like eating lunch together and then found out we had a bunch of mutual friends. Yeah, yeah. I, I That's why. Yeah. Now I should mention I do remember Guitar Club. That was fun. Because, yeah, we used to go around the, then we used to go around the school and just play for, like, teachers. We're like, let's get yes. out of here. We just would just jam. Yeah. And we yep. were just like a bard. You would sing and I would play guitar. Yeah, and, and we would just and walk around like we this, just, was, this, after sc- this was after men. school. Yeah, a band of merry men. <laughs> we would just walk around <laughs> making up songs. Uh, yes. Playing, playing guitar and singing. I, yeah, I do, I do remember that. And then, yeah, then we had lunch all together. And I remember, it's there's, I have like two memories that stick out from lunch. One is, I think it was uh, a mutual friend, Dennis, brought in like 100 hot dogs one day and just cooked them. And we just gave hot dogs to everybody. Yes. Were you there for that? You were yes. That? Yep, th- that then, was that was my senior year. That was the end of high school, and for some reason, yeah. we decided we were going to have a hot dog feast. Everyone's having a hot dog, like we just. And we brought even in you like didn't want them. Yeah, we brought in tons of packages of hot dogs, and the lunch ladies cooked them for us, so that when we <laughs> yeah. came to lunch uh, for our lunch hour, they were ready to go, and we just handed out <laughs> hot dogs to everybody. Every single uh, person got a hot dog in the lunch and room, then- and people loved it. <laughs> And then, and then the other memory is I forget who it was, but like someone else we had lunch with would just read excerpts of American Psycho out loud for everybody. Oh and yeah, oh, that's a horror <laughs> memory right oh. there. Who was that? I forget yeah. who it was, but I remember being like, but like the the worst parts, he would just oh, yeah. read out like loud. The mouse. Yeah, that was yeah, yes. just to everybody. That I forget was, who it was. That was Sam's buddy Justin. Uh, okay, we, we had some classes with, and he was he was wild. Strange. He did. He was a strange guy. <laughs> yeah, but he would just read out loud excerpts from American Psycho oh, to us. Oh my god! Talk about a way to get suspended jesus yeah and we were like <sighs> they they, did they so didn't care like years ago about a lot of stuff that yeah not like now you get now. in big trouble yeah now it's so, like hyper yeah. hyper aware like yep. aware but hyper nervous about sensitive <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you that's exactly what I was yeah 
You guys just yeah. uh, the remind it just takes me back though. Like high school were the days, man, when you could meet new friends and like just the times you would have and just the carelessness to it all. Not yeah. even everybody. I mean, I know certain people probably had, you know, really rough times in high school and things like that, but you're you're just talking about it, it just takes me back. I had I had loved high school. I had the best time. I had some really good friends. Great. Yeah, we had some. Wait, good wait, where did you go? Because yeah. you're it's, well, yeah, because I guess I don't really know about your backstory then. Because we're well, from you're... Wyoming, so I'm like, oh, oh, okay, so you were from Michigan and uh, Wyoming. No, good old little nice. Wyoming boy. Yep. Wyoming. I can only imagine high school in Wyoming. It was a good time. Sounds, yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go go cow tipping. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say cow tipping. <laughs> I was say probably. A, was it like a, was it more rural? Like, like a lot more yeah, farms? I mean, or was I, it my more... hometown is like, eight or nine thousand people at the time my oh, class wow. was like so, 200 i think the high school because it was you know freshman through senior year was the high school uh, and so was everybody like knew everybody yeah. yeah yeah our high mm. school was like over a thousand people alone when we were there easily so uh, yeah. so i didn't know most of the people i went to school with i remember graduating hearing names of like who, who is that? that? I've never <laughs> seen <laughs> that person. Yep. Never seen. He doesn't go here. Like, yeah. I can't see this person. That's what funny. a good time. But yeah, yeah good times. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I feel like I could take a stab at this, but finally, yes, the big question we've all been waiting for: if you could yeah. be any horror movie villain, any of the big bads, you know, your classic slashers, whatever, who would you be? Who would I be? Horror movie villain. Um, I mean, right away, like the idea of lucid dreaming is fun. So I'd like Freddy Krueger goes up there. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I was like, I would like to have, because I'm thinking like power wise, like Freddy Krueger's powers are pretty sweet. I can go into anyone's dreams and uh-huh. do whatever I want. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, Solid. that's awesome. Yeah, Solid. yeah. I, yeah, that's like, yeah, Freddy Krueger. I'm going to go. I don't want like his life. Or his complexion, but you know, <laughs> I, want, I want his, his power. I want his, his powers. Power. If I could have any horror movie power, I think that would be that would be up there. <laughs> That's a good one, love definitely it. one yeah. of my favorites for yeah. sure. Yeah, my favorite, yeah. like my my first favorite. Mm-hmm. Wait, what are your Friday. guys? What do you if you could be in your horror? I would say I'm a leather Godzilla. Just be Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla was a good choice too. I mean, just be Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla, or I think if it, the classic slasher characters, Leatherface is my jam. Um, he's just a tank, and he's just crazy. And you he's could doing just become it. Leatherface. You I could just do it like, in real life. I know. You like, can just do it. He's, <laughs> no, he's nothing no. special. He's nothing special. He's you get a, a chainsaw. Crazy guy. Yep, just work you out a lot. A you get a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. And you're good. You're leather face right there. You're good. Gain some weight. You're fine. Yeah, cool. <laughs> good to yeah, go. I want to be witty. So Freddie or Chucky for sure. Oh, Chucky. Oh, smart. yeah. Chucky be a fun one too. But That's he's always power. struggling to like find a body, whatever. I Freddy's know. Just it's like just... here, I like you said, like your exact explanation is like, yeah, duh. I'm gonna be Freddie. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Makes sense. Love it. Hard to kill me. You know, I get to fuck with people and. Love it. Do whatever you want. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's great. It's a great one. Well, good, good, good answers. Good to get to you, Brad. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. All these years. All right. Now now it's time for the the main event. Oh, yes. And this is is unique, too, because you, the movie we're talking about, you worked on it. So that's a whole new perspective. So 
Uh, for this episode, we watched the movie Elder Island, it's called, from 2016. And I'll do the letterbox stuff on it. Um, yes. It has no tagline, but the poster that's on Letterboxd has a tagline on it that says, some men are so evil, even death rejects them. (laughs) And the description on Letterboxd is based on the true events revolving around Beaver Island, Michigan and King James Strang. And that really doesn't explain anything about this movie because the movie really isn't even based on those true events. It's so I I, saw it. So I was the director of photography on this. Uh Uh-huh. Um, it looks and, great, truly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's and that's all I cared about. Yeah, I, um, I, I have a, I have a question about that too. Yes, but I'll let you set up first before oh, I get to my no, question. So, so, so this came about. So my um, uh, my good friend Darren was the director, and uh, one of his friends was the writer of it. Um, and uh, this was his first movie. Um, this was, uh, I think it was one of my first, uh, DP films. Everything else I did was like some lame Christmas story with Dean Kane or something like that. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot so of those. a lot of those. Yeah. So, so I was really excited because horror is the one thing I love. I love lighting for horror and I'm all, I'm all about cemetery for horror. So I was really excited about that. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I just I, I read the script and I was like, all right, I'm gonna try to make this look as best as I can. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is you know, I watched it, I went into it trying to be mm-hmm. as open-minded as possible, of course. Like, and uh we've watched some low budget things. This thing definitely, you know, you can tell it's low budget, yeah. There weren't this a lot indie. of resources this, to go around. This is indie, yeah. Um, but actually, so uh, another another quick story, because after you read the thing, it just reminded me. The way this came, the, the story kind of came about was actually me, the, the director, we had worked on a documentary um, <clears throat> about these uh, Native Americans that were living on Beaver Island. And when we were there, we went to this museum, which is actually the, the museum we filmed at it, uh, in the movie, um, and learned the story about this reverend who made himself king of Beaver Island. So that's like a true thing. And then um, actually, it's cra- he was assassinated by the U.S. Navy. <laughs> yep. So he had this crazy story. And then we were just kind of, you know, talking back and forth and then he went and like ran with it and then made this story out of like that kind of okay. that, that idea yeah but it's not really based on that just the idea is like there's a reverend and it's kind of the only true part yeah. of it <laughs> yeah because the real story brandy joe i don't know if you looked it up but beaver island mm. back in the 1800s like pre-civil war it became an enclave for like a mormon sect that had like broken uh, mm-hmm. their their connection to the actual like mormon religion i think was dubious at the time where they were like a breakaway sect where this guy was trying to start his own it was after um uh, you know what little i'm not a mormon expert or anything, but it was it was after Joseph Smith died, the original founder, uh, and there was like a power struggle for who would lead the religion. And this guy, uh, Strang was his name, uh, t- 
took a bunch of followers, settled on Beaver Island, Michigan, declared himself king of Beaver Island, and then tried to secede from the United States and create his own country. And so <laughs> the U.S. Army came down hard on them, of course, because it was like a rebellion. Took them right out. Yeah. It took them <laughs> yeah. right out. But so that's the real story of what happened. That's the real story. And yeah. then... Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say next to this film looking really good because it does, Brett. It looks looks like a high budget film, but then the story is just sort of lackluster. I think it's like it could be as we talk about often on here because teacher Drew brought up. It feels like almost like first draft. Like you could put this through a couple more drafts and come out with something good. I I personally feel, even though it would take away from your cinematography, that it would almost work better as like a found footage film. Like it almost has that setup with a documentary mm-hmm. crew coming and everything like that. But the poster for this is fun. Like the poster is yeah, the like poster is cool. Back like the poster he got, is great. Yeah, he 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 got like a guy. I forget his name, but he's the guy who does all the eighties. Have you seen that eighties slasher movie poster? He's the one who does the art for it. It's yeah, mm-hmm. it looks so, so good. Yeah, and I his name, but the preacher being this like horror villain is like such a good idea. But then I just feel like the story just gets so confusing when you're watching it. Like it's, it's just a lot like, of stuff what's coming going on here. But like it makes sense that it's like, you know, maybe one of the first films they've written or whatever. Like that there's lots of novices <sighs> on board. That this yeah. is something where there's a lot of things being learned and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and even I remember with when when the editing process came, I was, you know, I was talking about it. Um they did like a big re-edit from after like the first cut of it. And pretty much what they did is made the Danny Hicks character more of like the villain in it, which I was like, oh, he should have been the villain the whole time. He's so he's so good. I feel like he like I thought he was the best of yeah. everybody in it. He I thought uh, his character was was really good. And I like just like the one scene um where he's like opening his little box and he's like the bloody panties and like mm-hmm. like when he puts them on like no that stuff was written he just like did it it was so it was so gross so it was just like oh man yeah you you're a bad guy in this and you're just like living it up I'm like oh danny like i couldn't yeah. look at him he just had like bloody panties on his face we're like <laughs> danny it <laughs> he he is watching this movie you're immediately like oh, okay that's this is the this is where the talent for the actors came in was you had Dan Hicks. Uh, yeah. And then you also had uh, Timothy. Who can I just say though, real quick, in case people don't know, I know we've talked about him a bit, but he's good old reliable Jake from evil dead Two. Mm-hmm. Yes. From evil dead Two, And yeah. he, it, like his filmography is, you know, he's part of the uh, stable of actors that's worked with the Raimi's and Bruce Campbell uh, mm-hmm. from, for a long time. Cause he's in like all of their movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also had uh, oh, Timothy, uh... Timothy Quill. Timothy Quill, yeah, he was the other one from. And he I played the, the third. He played Evil the Dead sheriff, too. and he's another mm-hmm. one of their buddies because he's in Spider Man, Spider Man Two, Army of Darkness. Uh, my my name is Bruce. You know, he's another one from their little core, and those guys shine through as like, okay, these are the consummate professionals. Um, yeah, they're oh, they're. Really a lot good. of the other performances <laughs> in this are very stilted, very, you know, amateurish. I'll just get out in front and say it. So like they shine <laughs> through uh, as like very good. And I thought in my head, I'm like, there's a version of this movie where you rewrite it. You lose the uh, the whole reverend coming back from the dead thing that just feels like it's tacked on at the end out of nowhere because uh, it yeah. feels it feels like more like there should have been some talk about like the island's cursed, you know, 
but you could have just had Dan Hicks running around as a serial killer, and that would have been a very like fulfilling. Oh, it would have been great. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, yeah, is there or is there not a priest, a preacher, come back from the dead? Like, as opposed to yeah. having actually like someone is walking around and occasionally you see them in the hat because the hat's creepy. Takes you back to mm-hmm. Poltergeist too because that's the creepiest priest ever. The preacher mm-hmm. in that or what? I think he was a preacher, right? That shows up. Yes. At the, yep. The, like Reverend or whatever. Reverend Kane. Reverend Kane. So like that Reverend. whole look is so creepy and i love the poster so you can't lose that idea but instead yeah. of it being like a real thing people don't know if it's a real thing or not and in the end it's danny hicks and that's and you find that out you know yeah that um, would have been yeah there's my version in my head yeah, that would have yeah, been cool <laughs> the second draft there's a lot of sure. ways a lot of yep. ways it could have gone um yep yeah but uh it, it was cool being because we actually got to go to uh beaver island for for a while which if you haven't been is like such a beautiful area um it's actually the, i think it's the largest island in um in america besides like inland lake wise not yeah. like hawaii or something like that yeah yeah um and uh the connection we had up there was this guy um dan um uh, i forget his last name but uh Actually, it's funny because he has his own reality TV show now, apparently, on, uh, I think it's called, like, The Boonies or something. Oh, and he, okay. he, Yeah, so, like, the guy who was, like, our our person showing us around is, like, kind of our connection to the island. He he runs this thing called um, uh, Beaver Island Music Festival, which is, like, this big, like... I read folk, about that online. <laughs> yeah, this folk hippie thing. So, when we were doing the documentary, that's how we kind of, like, got connected with, like, those guys. We went to this uh-huh. this festival, which was, like, you know, super awesome in the, you know, on this self-sustaining, like, property and stuff. Um, yeah, so he was, like, our our go-to guy for everything on on, on the island. Uh, yeah, I feel like the, the stuff we, like, shot there, like, the, um, there's, like, a museum part that was there that we shot at, um, and then just a lot of, like, all, like, the boat stuff that we did, and I'm trying to think of what else we shot there. Do we shoot, um, actually, no, we shot some other stuff, but a lot of shit, stuff we shot was also in Labonia, too, at, um, there's that little historic uh, Greenmead area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, in Greenmead. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I thought of, some of that looked familiar. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of like the old school reverend stuff that was all shot uh, in at Greenmead, Greenmead actually. Which okay. Was, yeah, fun fact. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it was it was definitely a, a, a fun a fun shoot. Um, but yeah, what about uh, uh you know uh, this is a movie that I've worked on, so I'm always curious. What about um, parts? Uh, was there any part that you guys um, were like, oh, you kind of enjoyed, like, of the movie? Yeah, no, Dan Dan Hicks, hundred oh, yeah. percent. Hicks, I mean, just like everything with him, and and mm-hmm. I know you, and I know your style because mm-hmm. uh, you're you're seeing your name. It was really cool to see director of photography Brett Wheat and be like, oh, I know that guy. Um, but yeah. uh, any interesting shot in there? I'm like, that has to be Brett because there's a lot of setups in there that were like pretty static, like. Um, just your, your usual, like, almost like you're shooting for television. Um, pretty generic, like, oh, here's the room and they're sitting there talking, but there are a lot of Mm -hmm. moments where the camera moves. Uh, and those all stood out to me where you go low and you have a, you sweep upwards and things like that. And I'm like, that's gotta be Brett. Cause I know you're, you're very much into camera movement. I know you. Uh, so I was like, these have gotta be the Brett touches where he, (laughs) 
And maybe they are. Maybe I'm wrong. And uh... no, no, no. It's, yeah, like like I was saying when I, when I was working uh, with the director, like this is one of his first things. So um, he had somebody do like the storyboard, and the storyboards like, like more just static kind of sh- just this two shot, shots this of shot. everybody. So yeah. we, so we would do that, and then I'd always be like, "Can I have one? Like, just give me one." And all those ones you're talking about, that's my one shot where I was just kind of. Yeah. Play around with the scene and stuff. Because that's all yeah, the coolest like stuff that. in there is the ones where like there's some Dutch angles that show up. There's some, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's not a crane shot, but, you know, because uh, uh, clearly you didn't have a crane, but uh, you're trying to mimic we that motion. Did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Maybe there are some crane shots. For, for a couple a couple of jibs, jib okay. shots in there. I remember there you go then. Then the you budget, did do yeah. it. Because I was yeah, sitting there so trying to think, I'm stuff. like, I don't know if they could have afforded that or not, but they're trying to mimic, <laughs> they're trying to mimic it somehow and they're doing a good job. So you have a few yeah. of those, like whenever the camera moves. Sweeping. Yeah. Any sweeping movement, I was like, these are really good. Uh if it was more of that, um yeah. it been, at least it would be more visually interesting. Cause that's the, that's the thing is the story. There are like moments where the story drags, and I'm like, yeah, because yeah. like, there's, uh, there's like two, the, there's like the love story, and then there's there's like there's like two love stories kind of thing, and yeah, yeah there's there's definitely a lot of elements that I could see, you know, where where they're going to, but um, and even we had a contract. <laughs> Well, the other thing that sucked is actually our, our our main actor Nate. He got like really sick during shooting, so I remember we had like reschedule all this stuff. And uh-huh. um, actually, for our 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 special effects artist, I remember um, we we had to like rehire, or I think we rehired her or got someone else to come in too, because there's one scene where like an axe is supposed to come. And the guts are supposed to fall out. And she had these these fake guts, and they were like pool noodles. So it just looked like pool, like a pool noodle falling out. It's like these like weird. <laughs> so we're like looking. I was looking at this. And I was like, we can't, yeah. we can't have this. We, we can't in. do this. And um, Darren, the director, uh, man, hats off to him. He went out to a butcher shop and just got pig guts. We just threw pig guts and stuff and it looks great i'm like oh, okay this actually looks way better that looks better <laughs> yeah so i was like oh that's pretty badass like i wouldn't have done that but i'm glad you did <laughs> and that that would have yeah. been my thing too is like lose the uh the love story side lose the side plots that really don't help it and yeah get that camera and do some more handheld stuff in the woods like that's what i would have liked mm-hmm. to have seen is some yeah, more but stalking I, I thought sam who was like the the love story of the people who lived on the island like the son mm. of the guy at the mm. hotel he was the best actor in it aside from you know our character actors who yeah, like yeah your professionals yeah, so like, captain pv i call him i, I still see uh so that was on pv yeah he was um we always made fun of him because we said he looked like a young uh mcconaughey uh, yeah <laughs> Matthew, actually right? yeah. he's just like he's a little yeah. young uh, all right, cut yeah. McConaughey back then. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, I he liked was, him. He was really I liked good. him the best. But the thing that, yeah. aside from just the story that was a little all over the place, I felt like the editing was like rough. Like at one point, that April girl, who's like the the lone person of the filmmakers she like gets she like puts water in her face, but it's blood, and she screams. And then like we cut to her going to the bar, the bar, 
and she just shows up at the bar and i'm like but you just like yeah. washed your face with blood and screamed and like a home alone scream like with your hands to your face and then the next <laughs> thing you're at the bar and she also had that creepy doll did we ever even get into that did i miss it she just has this there, creepy yeah doll that there, she sleeps with. there was there was a lot of yeah there was some continuity because like i said there was like i think a long edit but then they they you know they trim the fat on it so one of the mm-hmm. scenes was like her getting this like doll from this like girl and then like uh i think you know whoever was editing it saw it because i remember shooting it and i was just like um do we need this like can we do one without the doll like uh <laughs> yeah and um yeah and i guess i guess whoever was was editing were like yeah we're gonna trim this off like kind of make it <laughs> speed it up a bit um yeah because yeah and that's and that's that's the process of of filmmaking like even with um conduit um that was something where you know i edited it and i had uh it's probably like 37 minutes long i think it's like 24 minutes now and i every time i watched it i hated it i, I just hated it so much um and then i wasn't i didn't even want to finish it and but then the pandemic came up and i remember like just mentioning it to uh my wife and she like watched it and she was like there's something here like you could like you can work this out and she like kind of like gave me like a couple ideas and it was just like one of those things where you have like fresh eyes on them like oh yeah i'm like so i ended up like cutting you know 10 minutes of stuff i that i didn't think it needed or you know but like when you shoot something like especially as like a director and stuff you're like oh I did this. I paid, you know, I paid for this. Like I got to leave it's it gotta in. It's got to be in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And you just got to kill your darlings as, as they say. And that's what I did. So I killed a lot of my darlings in it. Cause I was like, you know, I had all these shots and I'm like, you know, doing slow zoom ins. And I'm like, Oh, I got this art. I need this. But then it's like, no, this sucks. Like I need to, I need to make it faster. Um, and yeah, that's just part of like part of the process. I think it's like, yeah. you know, you watch it once and you, like uh, I always say, a a good or a, you know like a good editor can make something unwatchable, like watchable, and like a great editor can make something unwatchable great. <laughs> like yeah, you really need a good editor because I've uh, even like in stuff I've shot here, um, I did like this one reality show, and I remember shooting it and being like, "This is garbage. This is." This is the worst thing. I hated shooting everything about him. Like this, nothing is good in this. And then the guy edited it and I saw it. And I was like, oh shit, this is watchable. He just added like all this stuff and like made it super like fun and like poppy. I'm like, you're a good editor. Cause I would never watch this. <laughs> and then you made it watchable. And like, yeah, it's editing, man. They, the editors are the real MVP, I think of any film. Cause like even, even things with like, um, like a lot of things I, I do, even with conduit, is I found myself, you know, before you say action, you're rolling and people are getting set up and like just using that for something. Like, mm-hmm. you know, before people say, you know, go, it's just like them just kind of like having like getting into some sort of character or something like that. Just like using that, you know, somewhere else in the film to make it make more sense and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think the other thing, with this one uh is there wasn't a lot of because uh, usually when you shoot, at least the way i like you know directing and shooting something is you shoot a scene 
if you see it, you like it, and you're like, oh, this is great. I always like being like, all right, now give me something completely different, you know, like change it where you know, yeah, if you're happy in it, maybe be sad now, or you know, change up the feeling. Yeah, so there's options, and I feel like this one, um, there weren't a lot of like different options for scenes, so like it also made it harder to put together, like make it more dynamic um, interest yeah dynamic kind of thing so that was one thing i think like you know could have could have changed or something like that um you know for every movie really like yeah absolutely (laughs) so you know i think now comes the difficult part which is to (laughs) rate to rate this thing elder island yeah so i mean i i read i read the reviews to it you can't hurt me (laughs) okay okay good but Let's say out of five soiled panties yeah. from Dan Hicks's toolbox. <laughs> so give me, give me a separate cinematographer rating as well. Oh, I'll give you. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, yeah. I was going to. I, I mean, I would just add a star for the cinematography alone. <laughs> but yeah, so, so what's your <laughs> what's your, so, yeah, so cinematography four, five okay. even. Uh, <laughs> the movie much. as it stands, uh, I'm gonna go one. I was gonna go mm. one and a half soil panties. Uh-huh. One and a half soil panties. <laughs> Brad, I, know, I know you're close to this thing. What do you have a rating or any parting words? Uh, I mean, this is a, a movie. You know, I it was one of my first like horror films I got to do. Yeah. So, like, oh, absolutely. You know, everything has a special place. Yeah. But um, I I would only show friends. That this? I'm getting drunk with watching it, <laughs> you know, like it's one yep. of those ones where it's like it's yep. a it's a beer beer and popcorn flick, as oh. I, I like to. No, you know, I think it's, this it's, is like a perfect late night trash sort of thing to throw on. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like uh, a horror version of the room. I feel yeah. like, <laughs> but <laughs> for sure, yeah. Awesome. But it was fun. It was fun making it. <laughs> yeah. And this is cool that we got to do this with somebody that worked on the movie. So we got some real stories from the trenches of indie filmmaking. And um, yeah. 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 In, I guess any, I mean, I'm trying to think of any like fun production stories. Any questions about any of, I don't know, any of the scenes or any of the effects? Was there any special effects you liked? I'm trying to think of what I even had in there now. <laughs> I, yeah, I or, mean, that cinematography, I, man. That's what killed it. That's, that's right. Awesome. Cinematography yeah. top notch. But yeah, um, I think that's it. I uh, Yeah, it was awesome having you on. Brian. Yeah, it was great thank to have you Thank you for being on. a listener. Thank you for having me. This was yeah, so much fun. This was great. Oh, Definitely, we'll have you back. We'll have you back for sure. That was oh, too glad to be back. I feel like we could film another or uh, record another episode uh, alone, you know, with you. So uh, just talking about uh, your movie making experiences. I, so. Yeah, I, I got a bunch of stories. <laughs> so is there anything you want to plug or yeah. uh, any way Places people can, can find you find online? You? Yeah. Uh yeah, uh yeah, you can um gosh, I wish I had more stuff to plug. Uh you can find me on Instagram uh, at modest pioneer. Um sometimes I I I mainly just post a lot of photography. Sometimes I post videos and stuff. Um let's see, what am I working on now? Uh right now just doing a lot of writing. Um I'm doing a lot of writing. I'm writing a pilot for a um 
something within the James Bond universe, Ooh. Mm. <laughs> uh, which is another one of my love. I'm a huge uh, Bond fan, so I'm cool. uh, working on that right now. Um, and also uh, working on getting, I have like two movies uh, that I'm working on and just kind of in the stages of funding and stuff like that. So uh, hopefully soon I'll have more more stuff to talk about with you guys. <laughs> Very cool. Keep uh, us yeah. informed. Yeah. I will. I will. Excellent. And everybody watch Elder Island. You can, I watched it free on YouTube, but there are other options yeah. as well. Yep. You can rent it and, you know, pay the the people who made this movie a little I, bit. I think it's free free on Tubi. I oh, think yeah, it's on Tubi. Tubi. Yep. Yeah. Um, check it out. Yeah. And write to us and let us know what you thought of it. Scaring and sharing at gmail.com. And see how do it. And see Conduit. <laughs> yes. Definitely watch Conduit. watch Conduit and let us know what you watch think Conduit. That's awesome. That's right. And till next time, guys, uh, keep watching the skies. And remember, I'm your boyfriend now. And keep watching and talking about scary movies because scaring is a sharing. Love you guys. Thanks again. Bye. <laughs> This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.